because no one else. What was that? <laughs> now recording. <laughs> that was that was big. He's recording now. Uh, yeah, so this is our, our first episode since getting back. And uh, obviously, today we are uh, ranking the relationships from Taha, right? Yep, 100%. Yep. Definitely. Landon? Oh my goodness. All right. <laughs> Let's do no, this. No, I kid. I kid. Um, Landon, would you like to introduce today's topic? Yes, so, um, welcome to the outlet. Um, we are not in Grocery Outlet, but we are here together, the body of Christ. Um, so yeah, as you guys have heard, um, if you're not, that that was not a mistake, that was Maddie's voice. She is guest starring on today's episode. Um, hi. Hi, Maddie. Thank you for joining (laughs) us. Problem. And so I was planning on like doing a little ketchup. Um oh. not any mustard. <laughs> um, point, point relish or time. Um, <laughs> um just like hear how everyone's doing back at home and like what that transition has looked like. And then if we have time, we're going to talk about prayer. Um I'd like to keep it to like forty minutes. Just uh, for the sake of time, um, but yeah. So, Maddie, what has your transition back home been like? Um, I it's been like actually really great. Um, I love. I have like five new roommates this year, so Aww. I love all. Yeah, five. We have a a house of six rooms, so Man. it's like it's kind of like the crew house. So we call it BCW. Which just means, I mean, it means it's a little explicit. Um, it's BCW. basically bad booty Christian women. That's basically yeah. what it is. Um, but I, I like all of it, oh or God. all of them. Um, and then, like, Crew's been really great as well. So, um, yeah. in school. Huh? been awesome school has also been awesome because i'm like i'm at moody officially so it's like i'm learning about the old testament and stuff what are you like at moody physically no no oh i'm just like online officially taking classes that's what i meant yeah so Uh, okay yeah that's been fun learning about like what is the canon and what's the apocrypha all little nifty things like that. So, yeah. What have you learned about the Apocrypha? The Apocrypha? Well, it's like all of these like books that basically these Bible scholar people were like, hey, these don't line up with the rest of the books, so we're just going to kick them out. And that's right. basically what they did. Yeah. So, that's interesting. Like, first Maccabees, second Maccabees. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, there's four Maccabees, and then... Yeah. Four or three? I think it might be two. Oh, shoot. Um, you can look that up if you and want. And then it has like the Book of Enoch, right? Um, yes. I right. yeah, and then there's like first and well, actually no, never mind. I take that back. I was going to say first and second Ezra's is like their version of like wait. I, 
I think there's Esther, which just has like four or a couple extra passages and like a uh-huh. preface two. Is that what you're thinking of? No, I'm thinking of first and second Ezra's that they oh, have, uh, but we call it something else. What do we call it? Oh, Nehemiah. Uh, no, is it Nehemiah? It's the guy uh, who built the wall. The uh, wall? Book before Ooh, Ezra. <laughs> Jeremiah? No. We're no, getting political Jeremiah. here. No, it's. I know it's the. Um, book right next to Ezra. Yeah, Nehemiah. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? I think I'm just thinking that Ezra is divided into two books in other Bibles. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I remember reading something about that where, like, before the Bible, like, I guess, like, had the official canon, like, the book of Ezra and Nehemiah were, like, merged because oh, Ezra, oh, oh, Ezra and Nehemiah have like cameos in their respective or in the other books. Yeah, yeah. So, but they just split that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah. that's cool. How yeah. has like, the transition of like living on mission been like? Um, living on mission, like yeah. Um, what do you mean? Elaborate. Like, do you feel like you're still like? Or you've learned how to like share the gospel, and like, have you been, have you had the opportunity to do that at all? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, I think that that part has been difficult. I was like really pumped to like come back and be like, yes, I'm gonna evangelize on campus, but I still like haven't gotten to do that. But I want to do that like with my discipler um, soon, and we have like a goal like. Our crew does like, oh, try to make it out there like three times one semester. And that's like 100% doable. Oh, yeah. But it is like, yeah, it's a mental game sometimes. And just like, yeah, try not to be busy. So, but I do need to do better at that for sure. What about you? Or you guys? Jeffrey, you're up. Yeah, I got you. Um, The whole question is just a single question. Um, whole question. Whole question. Um, yeah, I've been doing pretty good. Uh, as you guys probably know, me and Adam had a rough journey getting back home, but mm-hmm. we've made it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one except for that poor dog is dead, so <laughs> it's not too bad. Can you um, describe? Because uh, I didn't know the story. So, can you like tell us, or is that? Is that okay? I got you. Um. So we're like. We're just driving home, uh, and we're in New Mexico at this point in time, just, like, a little over an hour out of Albuquerque, heading there, and, uh, we're just driving past an Indian reservation, and just a wild dog just jumps out in front of us, and, it, like, it looks both directions, looks like it's about to hop out of the way, and then just hunkers down as we just hit it, um, and it was, it hunkered down, so it went right below the bumper, so it like it didn't bounce off us or anything. It went straight into the stuff underneath the car and no. like pushed that like the air conditioning system like into like I don't know. I don't know cars very well. But it like really messed up the front of the car and then like it went under us and we felt it go out under the back of us. Um 
And then we just, like, kept driving for a little bit, and then it, like, started to smoke, so we pulled off to check how bad it was. Um, and we saw the, the carnage that was the front of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, like, assessed the situation and thought that it might be really bad, but we're off in the middle of nowhere right now, so we should try to see if we can drive at least to Albuquerque, because that mm-hmm. wasn't really our destination for the night. Um, so we get back in the car, and we go, like, 30 seconds to a minute, and then the, uh, the engine overheating light comes on, so we have to pull off the road, and it's, like, 11 o'clock at night, midnight, somewhere in there, and so we're, like, calling the cops and calling, like, a a tow truck, just come and help us out. Um, no one ends up coming that night, we end up sleeping in the car, um, wake up in the morning call a tow truck, tow truck comes, um, and then, like, as he's hooking us up, uh, he blows a hose, and all of his engine coolant leaks out. No. And so we need to call two tow trucks, <laughs> one for him, one for us. <laughs> and then we get driven over to Albuquerque, and we get there to the Honda dealership, and we're like, hey, can you, like, check out our car? They're like, sorry, we work on appointments only. We can, might be able to fix you, fit you in the next, like, two or three days and take a look at it. Um, no. And so we're like, well, like, is that the best we're going to get in town? They're like, yes, around here. Like, that's just, that's how it is. Um, so we left it with them. And then I booked a hotel for the evening. And they promised us a driving service. They, like, they had a van that, like, goes around, like, picks up people while the car is getting worked on, takes them where they need to go. So we, like, sign up for the van to come get us, and this is, like, 10.30, I think, 11. And the guy comes, and he steps into a room, and he says, Adam, and a different guy stands up, because we're not in that room. And that guy gets into the car, and drives, like, so you're going to this hotel, right? And he's like, oh, no, I'm going here. As the driver just drives some random guy, some random spot he's going to, and then goes on lunch... And so it comes back at, like, 1.30 to pick us up. <laughs> um, and so then he picks us up, he takes us to the hotel, um, and we're, like, grabbing our stuff right before we go to the hotel is when I realize that I don't have my bag anymore, which means I either left it in the hotel in L.A., or it was stolen somewhere in between L.A. and Albuquerque. Um... <gasps> And there wasn't really much I could do about that then. So we, like, we get to the hotel. We go. We sleep. It was fine. We, I go down to dinner after taking a nap. And they charge me, like, $20 for dinner at the hotel. Which, it was rough, but I'm like, whatever. Don't really care right now. Go to sleep. Wake up the next morning. Go to breakfast. They charge me another, like, $20 for breakfast. And this is, like, an embassy hotel. So I was expecting free breakfast. but. Apparently not. Um, and so then at this point in time, they thankfully like had a quick fix that they did at the Honda dealership. So they get Adam's car in and figure out just like the amount of money that's going to cost to fix it. And it was quite excessive. Um, mm-hmm. And they also said it's going to be like a week before they could get it fixed. So that's oh. when Adam started saying that I should probably fly home. Um... So then I decide to fly home, and so we get ready. I get ready to go. 
And so I, Adam and I get the shuttle service to take us over to a different hotel that's cheaper for Adam to spend the week in while I fly back home. And mm-hmm. Adam goes to check in there, and his card gets declined. No! And so he spends, like, 30 minutes on the phone with his bank, convincing them that, yes, he's an Albuquerque, he's trying to spend his money, he's, someone's not impersonating him. Um, <laughs> and that takes a whole lot of effort. And then we finally are able to go to the airport for me to leave, and then Adam got to sit in Albuquerque by himself for a week. And then oh. drove back over two days uh, to come straight to our first crew meeting without even stopping home first. No way. Wait, what? He went straight? He went to the crew meeting before going home? Loyalty! Wow. Wow. That's impressive. Dang, that's a lot. Yeah, that was. You guys had it really hard. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I remember talking to Adam and like he was saying, like, yeah, just trying to be... I'm not going to try and say it in a southern accent, but he was saying, like, he's just trying to, like, stay calm and, like, have patience and, like, trust in the Lord. And, like, yeah. That's, like, obviously spiritual warfare. It's, like, that many stuff coming up. And, like, mm-hmm. the fact that you guys are, like, staying loyal to God, staying, like, cool headed and, like, having faith. Like, I think that's awesome. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like, really cool. Mm-hmm. It was truly a series of unfortunate events. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can make a movie about that. Most certainly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, dog, or not dog, um, hitting <laughs> dogs aside, mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. has home been? So, I got home, and I don't know, I was just tired from mission, and from like, all the things that have been happening recently. So I just let myself get lazy and just, like, school started and I wasn't really working on my classes. I wasn't really doing any devos and stuff. And I just was, like, taking... I got home and I decided to relax, but I took relaxing way too seriously. And so the first, like, week, week and a half was really rough for me. Because I, like, I realized that. Especially because I went this last weekend on a, uh, a getaway with Adams Church, Beach Springs, and their young adult program. I just, like, realized then just the importance of, like, how I really need to be getting into it in my morning devos and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it's taken me some time, but I've gotten really good at it. I realized that I just, like, because I'm a normal person, I, like, I roll over and the first thing I do is I grab my phone and I look at it. And, like, see what, what happened while I was gone from the world. And so what I've, like, been doing now is I, like have my phone on the other side of the room when I wake up so that, like, that's not a distraction and I can dive straight into the word. Um, so that's been good, but it's taken some effort. Uh, classes are hard, so I'm taking all online this semester, and my teachers aren't really dropping many videos for me to watch. It's mainly just they expect me to read the book and teach myself, which mm-hmm. is not how I learn well, so that's upsetting. Um, but crew's been really good. I've been diving into doing a whole lot of events with them, just like um going out on campus and like trying to reach people, pull them in, not with nearly as many donuts as you guys have, Landon. Um, but it's <laughs> it's been fun. 
Um, and just like going to the weekly meetings and getting to know the new people. I'm definitely excited to start discipleship in a week or two and see what that looks like now being back home. Yeah. That's awesome. Are you discipling anyone? Uh, I'm going to be discipling at least one person. I think I'm going to go for two because our crew movement's growing really fast and we just don't have enough people to disciple everyone, so I want to be as useful as I can be. Especially because I was discipling two people this summer, so I think, like, it's a burden I've shown myself I can handle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so... yeah crew's growing. My crew has been growing, too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, there's a lot of new people that need to be discipled, so I feel that. Um, how, how do you, like, get outside, since you said all your classes are online? Um, stay in all the time. Do you mean, like, for my day-to-day? Yeah, because... Like, not just becoming a hermit sitting in my room all the time? Right, because I know you're an extrovert. <laughs> so, I was wondering, like, how do you manage that? Landon thinks I'm an extrovert. Um, there's I'm no way you're an introvert. I, I, I'm an introvert, Landon. What? I know. <laughs> well, I'm actually... It's weird. Like, I took the test, and it gave me exactly 50-50. No um, way. There's no way. Yeah. You're... yeah. But no, spending time with people is exhausting. This summer, like, <laughs> that was so hard for me. But, like... Really? Yeah. Like, it takes, like, active, conscious decisions for me to, like, step out and talk to people and interact with human beings. Wait, you made that look so easy, then. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. What? <laughs> okay. Um... So then, I guess, like, to switch that question, like, um, do you just stay at home all day? <laughs> like, be a hermit? Yeah. So, it's something that, um, I've been struggling with a little bit recently. It's just, like, for my first, like, week, like, that's another thing I was doing is I was, like, staying inside just by myself the entire day. My sister's at school and my mother's at work, so it's, like, just me and the dog, um, which is really nice. But also then, like, I go to bed, and I'm like, I did nothing today. Yeah, um, I feel that. So what I've been trying to do is just, like, meet up with people and just have good quality one-on-one time. And just, like, get to know people, let them hear about my summer, hear what's going on with them. Um, especially people in, like, my crew movement. Like, especially now that, like, I've learned so well, like, how to foster, like, good relationships with people. Just, like, trying to use that and, like, grow closer in community to them so I can just bolster the community as a whole. Um, and also I've been looking into getting involved in my church. I realized that I spent, like, a while recently just, like, sitting back on my high horse, just, like, judging my church in the way, like, they're not reaching out to me and, like, trying to get involved in my life. And I'm like, but I'm not, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not trying to get involved in the church, so who am I to judge? And so I'm, like, trying to dive into that and, like, join some of their teams and stuff. And just offer my young and unique perspective to them. Mm-hmm. Young and yeah. Um, do they offer like small groups that you could lead? Um. So at my church, there's like there's no young adult ministry. Uh, and so the the main team that I'm currently looking at jumping into is they have an international missions team. And I'm like, that seems really interesting, and they seem really open to having me, like, join that, which, like, it feels weird, 
But, like, there are people who are, like, seven years old on this team. But if I join it, I'm going to be, like, on completely equal footing as all the rest of them. And my, like, I'd get a vote on every issue and it would count just as much as theirs. Which is, like, mm-hmm. a little scary. But, like, also really cool that, like, I don't know, I feel like even after becoming an adult in so many areas, you're just, like, not treated like one. Yeah. But I feel like it's really cool. Like, I can just jump in this and be treated completely equal as everyone else. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the that's, like, actually a really cool opportunity to, like, go on a international mission trip. Because um, I went on one to Guatemala, and, like, there's so much perspective. And just, like, meeting other Christians that live there is, like, it's such an inspiration. Like, even, like, going to Tahoe and, like, yeah, we serve the same God despite living across the country. It's like mm-hmm. that same thing, but across the world. And like, you just like having that experience of Tahoe, like, that's like that alone is like a great experience to have to like offer that up for a national mission trip. So, I guess I should specify with the international missions team. And the international missions team isn't a team that like goes on international missions, oh. it's we're in charge of like the church's funds towards international missions and like which missionaries we support, how much we support them and that sort of thing. Okay. Still yeah. cool. Yeah, still, still very cool. Important. Yeah. Yeah. Like budgeting and all that stuff is yeah. it's a good skill to have. Wow. Very nice. Um for me, my I kinda relate to Jeffrey when he said like yeah, when I got back from Tahoe I was like resting too much um (laughs) and so i've been like in this weird in between if you will not like from stranger things but like i so i've like finalized like my decision that like i'm going to moody in the spring oh my gosh yeah that's so exciting yeah so okay continue um going there in the spring and so obviously if like i'm taking classes for human biology that's a huge waste of money since that won't go towards um a like bible degree and so i dropped all my classes and i've just been like looking for a job Mm. so i'm out here when everyone's doing school and everyone's at work and I'm just here at home um, <laughs> trying to like find things to do, which is mm-hmm. like a blessing and it's a curse because obviously I'm at home and there's not a lot to do, but I feel that like the Lord has been teaching me like how to have discipline and like seek out work and seek out like people and like relationships when I could just sit at home and play video games all day. And so mm-hmm. what that has looked like for me is trying to like learn the piano or um, working with crew and like planning all these events and doing all the stuff on campus. Um, and just like going out to lunch with some people. Like I've gotten mm-hmm. to go out to lunch and just like talk with some older Christians and pastors and it's just been awesome. And just like hearing mm-hmm. their perspective and like their call to ministry. Um, and just like getting guidance, like towards going towards Moody. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I th- 
Oh. Oh. Uh, with crew. It's been really cool. Just like. Oh, wait a second. You get out for a couple seconds. Yeah, I was just moving. I didn't see. Oh, anything. gotcha. Um. <laughs> but yeah, with crew, it's just been growing so much. And like, there's just so many Christians at University of Southern Maine who didn't know about crew, and like, they're just first. But they're learning about us for the first time and so the first bible study we got is this tuesday and like there's a lot of people that seem really interested um and yeah it's just really exciting like seeing god work on campus um just like raising up crew when i was like literally like two people um Mm -hmm. but yes very very exciting that's so fun are you gonna go like actually on campus to moody yeah, so my plan right now is um, September 30th, they're having a tour. So I'm planning mm-hmm. on flying over with my parents and then being there in the flesh, getting a tour. Um, and then hopefully I get to see like Luke, um, Libby, and all those Illinois people. Um <laughs> And then I'm planning on going to the Indianapolis Winter Conference, um, which I know a lot of Indianapolis? What are you talking about? Indianapolis? Yeah, Indianapolis. Indianapolis? Yeah, that one. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I know a lot of Tahoe people are going to that, and then just like maybe Mm -hmm. looking at Moody one more time, and then Mm -hmm. driving over in the spring. Nice. Sweet. And so yeah. I'm like debating between a degree in biblical studies or pastoral studies. Oh. So Well, what made you finally settle on Moody? Um, I really wanted a Bible Institute or like a college that was like only for biblical degrees. Um and I know people from Moody. Um <laughs> like Maddie, Luke, and Libby. And I don't know, I was looking at other colleges like Liberty, um, I think Gordon is one in Massachusetts. And yeah, of course those aren't like solely for biblical degrees. And so one thing that like I'm really looking forward to is like having a Christian environment where I can like be built up but also go out into the world and learn how to better evangelize. And I think Chicago is like a really, really good spot to minister to. That's um, fair. Especially the downtown. And so they also just like have such a diverse um, degree roster. And so, like, if I do want to switch from like biblical studies or from pastoral studies to some super vague thing, like, I could do that because they have so many Mm -hmm. degrees. And yeah, I just feel God calling me to there. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about like leaving um, like the crew people that you've built relationships like now and like building another community? Is that too deep? Sorry. No, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> so one of the great things about Tahoe, and like I can kind of see why God led me to Moody in Tahoe while I was in Tahoe was because he kind of showed me that like 
yeah, you can go to a completely random spot all by yourself, and like you can still thrive in that community. Mm-hmm. And because I remember when I first, like, when I was leaving for Tahoe, I hugged my mom, I hugged my dad, said bye, and I was going through TSA, and like, I kind of just like stank because I was like, "This is it. I've just left left everyone behind." But then I was also like lifted up, and I was like, "No way! I have God with me," and like, mm. I remember that moment like so clearly, and it was it was awesome. Um, um and so I yeah, one- I feel like. I have a quick clarifying question. You said you stank? No. I, like, my heart sank. Oh, sank. That makes yeah, so much like, sense. I felt <laughs> like, ah, uh, I just felt like, kind of like empty in that moment. And then I remember uh, God is with me. Uh, I was quite puzzled. Continue. My bad. Uh, um, so yeah, I, I'm fairly confident that like, you know, I can always rely on God even when I'm going to a new unknown land. Um, and like, as for relationships, it's quite interesting because I've already done that the first time I left for Tahoe, and then I did that again when I left Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've kind of learned just like from past experiences, like how to not put my identity in the people around me, but in God. Mm-hmm. And I learned that the hard way. Um, and so now I've, I don't really know how, but I've kind of like found this balance of like living in a community, but not becoming, becoming too emotionally dependent on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'll be okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never lived in a dorm or anything. And this is a much bigger commitment than Tahoe. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm I'm faithful in God. And worst case scenario, I go back to Maine and do school mm-hmm. there again. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have a question. Because you said that, like, after having, like, left and, like, come to new communities a couple times, like, you've learned to be, like, more self-sufficient, like, and like not in on the community as much, like is that kind of like what you said? I wouldn't say God sufficient. Yeah, 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 but like sufficient. Not, not like <laughs> leaning on the community as much. Like, do you feel like that has like kept you from like fully diving into community? No. Um, okay. I think just like with Tahoe, I didn't know people as deeply as like the friends back at home, but I think that. Just like it's because it's only for ten weeks or nine weeks, um, and like I am, I like strive to be vulnerable and like, um, yeah, just like open up to like a group of guys back at home, mm-hmm. and so I think like in my mind I can like depend on the people around me but, like, at a healthy level. I guess, like, at a healthy, there's a healthy balance between relying on God and, like, the people around me. Mm-hmm. And not to the point where, like, if I, let's say, was taken away from that community, I would be, like, in shambles and tears because that has happened to me. And, 
yeah, mm-hmm. I've learned to like find that healthy balance and that healthy medium between balance on God and balance on people. Dependency mm-hmm. on God and people. That's yeah, cool. Thank, thank you guys for cool. keeping us all updated. Um, so I think it's been 30 30 ish minutes. minutes. Uh huh. Um, So we have like 10 minutes, 12 minutes to talk about prayer. Yeah. Um, In the true light of the outlet, we have to talk about the Bible. Mm hmm. And in the true theme of the outlet, we have to talk about something being gay. (gasps) I'm I'm kidding. Um, I'll leave that to Jeffrey. I was really looking forward to how you're going to tie these two together. I'll do it later. I got you. <laughs> He's cooking something up. Um, but yeah, prayer is like, it's an interesting topic because I feel like it's everywhere in the Bible. But like in modern Christian culture, it's really, really overlooked, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that thing you do like for two minutes after you finish your Bible study. It's like, all right, anyone have any prayer requests? School goes well? Yeah, cool. Let's pray for that real quick. Um, And it's interesting because, like, we have time devoted to the Bible, but not time devoted to prayer. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think about prayer? Um. So I... Hmm? Sorry, go ahead. I, um, I think prayer is really important. Yeah, I definitely agree that like we don't pray as much as we're like supposed to. I believe like we pro- we don't we don't pray the way the way that we're supposed to because Jesus tells us that he he tells us we don't pray as we ought. So like, it's definitely a weird thing like being told Sorry. that like we don't do it the right way and be like okay, but like how are we supposed to do it then? Um. <laughs> But yeah, I, I definitely, that's one thing that I really appreciate about Tahoe, especially when I was, like, sick and, like, had my ankle twisted. I wasn't allowed to, like, go out onto the beaches and stuff, and so I was forced to just, like, sit down for, like, a couple hours and just pray. Yeah. And things like that, like, really helped me understand the importance of prayer and how much I should be praying which has been really good. That's why, like, if you guys, like, actually, you know, respond to my snaps, you'll see that, like, I sent out the other day, like, asking people for for prayer requests. Just that, like, I'd have, like, I'd be able to pray for my friends, I'd be able to keep them in my mind, in my heart, and just, like, it'd be another reminder for me to just come to God and talk with God. Um, And so that's, that's been really good, and that's something that I really appreciate about Tahoe is how much it taught me prayer. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maddie? Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I think, actually, so prayer is something that's, like, um, I think been, like, more drawn to, drawn, uh, drawn to my attention, like, maybe in the past month, I think, because, um, like, For school, I'm just reading the Bible, like, all day long for school. And so it can be, like, dang, how do I, like, 
like read the Bible for school, but also like spend time with God, like in the mornings without exhausting myself with like a ton of reading. And so I've been like putting, I've been like devoting more time to prayer than like reading. And I think it's like been really helpful to like, um, even just take like 10 minutes, like literally put everything away and just like sit and pray, which sounds like so simple. Like, why don't we do this all the time? But I feel like it's like so hard, like for me to do that. So I've been trying to do that more. And it's been like, really great. Like, oh my gosh, I've been telling myself I need to pray for like, what? 22 years now? Let's just say like, 15 years because I feel like that's how much or how long I've been like mentally available in my life you know yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah I feel like it's like been really great and so I like really I like really recommend like 10 minutes put everything away just like let like God like guide your or like I guess let God guide your mind or like let your mind wander but also like Think of, like, all the people in your life that you should pray for. Like, think of almost, like, reflection. Like, think of, like, what's happened in the, like, past day, I guess. And, like, be like, hey, God, thank you for this. And, yeah. So, I think that's, like, been really helpful. And so, I'm trying to, like, grow in my prayer that I do every day. And I think that's, like, a good step to take. But also, like, I guess when you have, like, an issue or, like, something great has happened, like, maybe try to, like, have it become a habit. And I need to work on this, too. But have it, like, become a habit. Like, hey, God, I pray for this, like, right now. Like, if you're, like, frustrated in a hurry, like, just, like, pray really quick. Or, yeah, if something, like, awesome has happened, like, don't forget to pray about it, like, right then and there. Because it's easier to, like do that rather than like I don't know like it's easier to say in your mind than like sit down close your eyes and like have that intentionality yeah 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 I guess so yeah or like be like oh I'll just like think about this later yeah so I don't know that's what I've been thinking about yeah I think it's first Thessalonians 5 15 or 16 17 um that says pray without ceasing um but yeah i think i'm like on the other kind of spectrum of that and like where i i just like pray in my mind and like praise god for certain things when they pop up but i'm like not spending like that intentional time with god and like sitting down like closing my eyes and like just taking out all the distractions like I should be Mm -hmm. and yeah I I guess in my mind like I know that like when I do pray and I do pray like that like God 100% blesses that and like he wants Mm -hmm. me to do that and to like be with him Um, Mm -hmm. and so yeah I think that's something that like I definitely work on a lot just like having that intentionality and just like recognizing the power of prayer mm. because it's like there's so much to it and like since god is always like 
behind the scenes, if you will, or most of the time he's like behind the scenes and like working in ways we don't fully understand. I think like we often like overlook the power of prayer and just be like, oh yeah, that was just a coincidence or something, or like maybe I don't have to pray for that. Um, and I read somewhere that like we can change God's mind on certain matters, which like, I don't know how biblic- biblically accurate that is, but. Moses, right? He oh, yeah, was like, actually. Yeah. I was about to say. Yeah, so actually, Moses, that's a good example. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. God's going to kill all the Israelites. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess, like, I got to remind myself constantly, like, yeah, I I can change God's mind, like, if I keep knocking at the door and, like, asking, like, of course, like, it has to align with God's will, like, if I keep asking for. I don't know, a Bugatti. Um, <laughs> that was an interesting <laughs> reference. <laughs> um, he's probably not going to give it to me. Um, <laughs> and especially like power and like praying in numbers. Like I feel like that just like has a special effect. I don't really mm-hmm. like, know how to make sense of that, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a gut feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, uh, you know what else it says in First Thessalonians 5? Uh, it says, greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. So clearly that's no, okay. It's not. <laughs> it does not. How is that perfectly placed? Ugh. Bear the ceasing. Quench not the spirit. Wait, Verse where is 26. It? 26. Greet all brethren with a holy kiss. Uh, he found it. I, I knew it. <laughs> that was it. Um, I have. Huh? I, I I have all the gay verses memorized. Okay, um, I was I was gonna ask. Did you know that off the top of your head? I did not. No, I I did look it up. I was looking for ah. the I'm like, <laughs> you're um, like, I know this is somewhere in here. <laughs> that is hilarious. So I have a uh, a question about prayer for y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys think it's okay to pray to Jesus, or should we only pray to the Father? Oh my gosh. What? So, um, yeah. Well, yeah. Speak your mind on this. Me speak my mind? Yeah, like, yeah. could you elaborate? Um, so, like, there's like, obviously we could pray to Jesus or the Father, which really like where you where you try and send your prayers. It's really like, oh father, like, hey Jesus, how you doing? Or like, oh Jesus, like how are you doing it? Like you could send your prayer to either. And the debate could be made that if you send it to either, they're still going to the same place because it's still God. But we're also like Jesus tells us to pray like our Father who art in heaven. Like he tells us to pray to the Father. And when we look at prayer, like we're praying to the Father and it's being, like, interpreted through the Spirit and Jesus interceding for us. But, like, it always seems like the Bible is, like, directing it towards God the Father is where it's supposed to be going. And that's what I was always taught. But then there are other people who are, like, like, end their prayer, like, thank you, Jesus, or something, like, talking to Jesus. And so, like, it always seemed weird to me, and so I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. And I want to clarify for all the people out there, if you do pray to Jesus, not to the Father, you really don't know which one you're sending it to. I do not think you're a bad person or anything like that. Please don't <laughs> Um. Well, let That's... me ask you a question, Jeffrey. 
What yeah. do you think Jesus meant when he said, Our Father who are in heaven? Um, I believe that's just like addressing who you're who you're praying to. Like you shouldn't just like be one of those people who's like, Oh God, if there is a God and then like send your prayer up like you need to like you're admitting who you're praying to and who you're recognizing as the one up there that you're talking to. Right. And so I I think it's important to like realize like what the Bible doesn't say. So like mm. Jesus doesn't say our Jesus who are in heaven. Because mm-hmm. that wouldn't make any sense. So I think people who say only pray to the Father are like taking it. I guess what's the word? Like way too legalistic, possibly. Realistic, yeah. Okay. Um, like I think it's good to like know who you're praying to. Like Holy Spirit. Oh, that's my alarm. Um, saying like Holy Spirit, convict me of this in me, like. Yeah, but you could also say like God convict me of convict me of this in me or Jesus. Like at the end of the day, like they're all one. Mm-hmm. So like if you want to be biblically accurate, I say like yeah, thank you God or thank you Jesus for dying on the cross for my sins. But if you say thank you God for dying on the cross for my sins, like I still think that'd be okay. It's just mm-hmm. not biblically accurate. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Maddie? I don't know. That's an interesting. Uh, I but I feel like I've heard like people be like, "Oh, you can pray to the Holy Spirit," and me being like, "Yeah, that sounds legit." Right. So I don't know it, but I don't know anything to back it up. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're both in heaven. Jesus and God are both in heaven. So. They do be chilling up there. Yeah. So our Father who art in heaven. I mean. Yeah. That's, Jesus isn't the father, but he's in heaven. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I feel like you could be, you could be specific, but you don't have to be. Okay. Yeah. Like, you could be, yeah, actually, I guess I can just leave it at that. Like, you can be specific, like, who you're praying to, but you could just say God. Mm-hmm. And I don't think God's like, oh, if you didn't address me by God, Jesus, or the Holy Spirit, I'm not going to answer that prayer. Like, God knows the intent of our heart and i believe that he looks at our heart before he looks at our words yeah pardon me i'm just looking something up real fast and seeing if i can find it on the fly um okay i was seeing if i could find some scriptural back and forth thought i had but then the first didn't say what i thought it said that's always a fun one um <laughs> yeah so i don't well it's something that i've thought about a little bit it's definitely not something i've done much research into and there was like a time in my life where i was like if you're praying to jesus you're praying wrong um but as i've gotten older i'm like i don't feel like either of them's wrong and even if one is wrong like i mentioned like jesus told us like we don't pray the way we're ought and like the it seems like the way he was saying like there's grace in that like not to we don't pray the way we're supposed to, so don't get too caught up and try and do it properly because it's not going to do it perfectly. Um, no, so it doesn't like, Jesus. It's not Jesus that says we don't pray as we ought, but it's Paul. What's that, Paul? Yeah, Romans eight twenty six. Oh wow! Look at this guy. He knows where Bible verses are. <laughs> do you even need to go to Bible school? You already know him. I know oh, like the verses. <laughs> 
yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, sure. Landon, you could literally, like, recite the whole KGP for me. Don't say it's just two verses. Yeah, I don't think anymore. <laughs> oh, so you could recite all the sus verses. All that's, of them, bro? That's an achievement in and of itself. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what to praise we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groaning too deep for words, or, if you want to look at the proper version, uh, another thing, God's Spirit help us plenty, because us know my power, we don't know how to pray the right way, but God's Spirit, he take over and ask God for the thing for us, because <laughs> us guys get big pain inside us, because we know show how to pray. That's true. Yeah. Um, I think that's like, it's it's a good verse, just like to understand that like, we're not going to do it properly, so that's why we have the Spirit to, to intercede, and like, well not to intercede, but to, to translate like what what exactly we're saying right that's good i've definitely i've had those prayers where i'm just like trying to figure out what i say and it's like just grown up towards heaven like because i just i don't know how to word it just in the moment sometimes guys imagine what life as a christian would be like without the holy spirit bro that would would be rough people before the time of jesus must have had it so hard Ugh. yeah just read like, Job. Job. It's terrible. Man, oh yeah. Is that what you said? Have you like ever not had it the worst? Huh? I said, man, have the Jews just like ever not had it the worst? Jews had it the well, worst. <laughs> it's more like they just like are like, no God, I'm not gonna follow your plan. And so it's like kind of them just That's true well, because if not with the Egyptian are... part. Huh? Not with the Egyptian part. They couldn't help that they were enslaved. But they, didn't, yeah. they weren't faithful. And I, I think yeah. there are certain characters who did receive the Holy Spirit. When? <gasps> really? I th- Do tell. I think so. Holy yeah. Spirit in OT. Um, the Spirit participated in creation. Oh. The Spirit came upon certain judges, warriors, and prophets in a way that gave them extraordinary power. For example, Joshua, Gideon, Samson, Saul. Oh, yeah, because I guess it talks about with, like, David and Saul, like, the Spirit of God, like, coming upon them and leaving them and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so, what? yeah, so, like, if you were, if you got enough Jesus points, you got the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that, that, yeah, definitely. That and they're like, who's Jesus? <laughs> That is the opinion of the outlet. We stand by that fact. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's definitely, like, an interesting... Because I'm sure, like, of course, not all Christians got it. And, like, compared to, like, some of the people in the Bible, like, we're just, like, average Joes. Like, we're no David, or we're no Esther's. All right, I'm no David. Jeffrey, on the <laughs> other hand, he's like Goliath. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Physically, like Goliath. Spiritually, like David. Hey yo. <laughs> Just All without right, all yeah. the women. Without what? All the women and like the killing best friends. Oof. And the 
sleeping with married women. Yeah, yeah, that that one that one too. Um, and then killing. Yeah, said wife's husband. Well, like not going to war, or, which is what I'm supposed to be. Yeah, aside from all the bad things he did, David. <laughs> David, like essentially Jesus, you know, but like not quite Jesus, not like 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 Jesus, then like rung down and then like right there. I was gonna say, hey yo, <laughs> I, yeah, getting I, into the sus zone. <laughs> Not the homosexuality sus zone, the spiritual sus zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we're like 15 minutes deep. Um, we should close this out. Mm-hmm. Just for uh, the sake of others and time. So, okay. thank you all for listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, um, thank you for the guest stars, Logan and Jake Paul. <laughs> Please tell me I get to be Logan. I'd love to be I don't Jake. Know. There really? we go. All right. Perfect. I mean, I'm Joe Rogan. Whoa. Definitely. What does he sound like? Is he the guy that says, like, turn the frogs gay? Turn the flipping frogs gay? No, that's not Joe Rogan. That was one of his guests, who I do not know the name of offhand I used to. Oh. Um, <laughs> back when I cared about politics and stuff. Oh, these are like inspirational quotes. Life is strange. You keep moving and keep moving. Before you know it, you look back and think, what was that? That is not inspirational. (laughs) Goodness. If you want to find inspirational quotes, quotes, like look up like the the Rocky Balboa quote. Kindness is one of the best gifts you can bestow. We know that inherently. That feels great. How about Jesus? Anyway, uh, he, solid, solid quote, Rocky Balboa. Uh, it ain't about how hard you hit; it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, because that's what winners do. Yeah, yeah. That's complicated. All right, Can't we're really cutting it. Okay. All right, Jeffrey, you have to stop it. I don't have the command. I do. I can just wait. I can just not cut it then. I can just make us go forever. Forever? Until Jesus.